Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Fernando, are you swaying there, Peter? Well, yes and no. It brings back a lot of memories for me, and ABBA very much in the news today. Well, in the news, firstly, because it's Frida's 77th birthday, just to make us all feel a little little bit old, but also because they've got four nominations today in the Grammy Award nominations, which have come out, and this is for the Voyage album, which, to be very honest, didn't sell as well as I think everybody thought it was going to. Was it any good? Well, I thought it was quite good, Hmm. but maybe the moment had gone, you know, for decades we had these recurring stories of, you know, will ABBA ever get back together, and Mm. finally they did, and it didn't quite get received in the way I thought people would. But um, anyway, four nominations today for them. Um, The other interesting one is Beyonce, who today has equaled with her husband Jay-Z to be the most nominated performers of all time. They each have 88 nominations over time. So that's a power couple. Yeah, yeah. That's Uh, amazing. And if she wins, she got nine new ones today. So if she wins four of those nine on the night, she will become the most awarded, the biggest winner Gosh. of Grammy Awards they of all time. A, they must have a shed full of the things, wouldn't you? Well, a big mantelpiece, absolutely. <laughs> or an, a, an actual trophy room, I'd say, a lot of those people have. Gosh, what would you do with them? Uh, another lady who's birthdaying today, 90, Petula Clark. This is amazing. I can remember Downtown being played a lot when that came yeah. out. And I seem to remember an interview with her when that came out, and she actually said that she didn't even know it was happening. She, she, The first she knew about it was when she had it on the radio. <laughs> well, you know, it's a very interesting story, the Petula Clark one, because she was actually a child star. She was performing, you know, as a kid performer on radio and mm-hmm. very early days of television and performing for troops during the Second World War. Oh, uh, we yeah. didn't know about that here. And then she had a whole other career in France, uh, doing pop music in French. Yeah. And she's recorded in Italian and German. And she's uh, and then she had those big hits like Downtown yeah. and My Love and Colour My World and those big numbers that Tony Hatch and Jackie Trent wrote for her and she's still around she's still going she'll spend her 90th birthday working she's in Mary Poppins in London at the moment playing the bird woman (laughs) which is the role of Patty Newton's playing here at the moment in Brisbane and so she's not slowing down she doesn't want to stop she primarily lives in Switzerland but she's hardly ever there she's always working so happy 90th birthday to Dame Petula Clark apparently she lives this is from Richard she lives in a castle what's the story with that yeah, well, wouldn't we all? Well, she's wow. got the money, so <laughs> I'd have a castle in, in Switzerland too if I could. Cold and drafty, I would have thought, but anyway. Yeah, but very talented woman and, and very shy woman, actually. She's quite very modest when you get to meet her and talk to her. Wow, okay. How many times have you had a yap to Petula Clark over the years, Peter? Oh, probably three times, I would have thought. Uh, and I'm Jeez. a big fan, so I go a bit fanboy when, when I uh, oh. am with her. But she's a very charming lady. Yeah, okay. Best story from Petula Clark. Anything stand out for you? Well, I think for, for she has a rather unusual marriage situation, which she talks about. She's sort of separated, but they still live under the same roof and they have the same, got a lot of respect for each other, but it's a rather complicated story. Mm. But, yeah, that, that's, that's musicians and artists for you. <laughs> Try and be complicated. It's good for them. Somebody else birthdaying, Diana Ross, 78. Wow. 
Yeah, well, she got nominated today in the Grammy Awards too. And this is for her album. She's nominated in the category of Best Traditional Pop Music Album. And so that's pretty good for 78. And uh, she's uh, she's been nominated many times, but she's never won. And I think it's 40 years since her last nomination. But she's having something of a career resurgence at the moment. She did Glastonbury this year. She did, did the big concert for the Queen. Uh, she was like the big finish for the night, which I don't think she should have been, quite frankly. But nonetheless, she was. And so, yeah, Dinah Ross is certainly back in business. I've, I've heard from various people that she's... Well, kind of awkward. Is that is that true? I don't know. Uh, Diana, oh, she can be very difficult, Miss right. Ross, as people have to call her. But, yeah, she can be very... She stands her own ground, and she's pretty tough, I think that would be fair to say. Yeah, okay. But, you know, th- that's maybe why she's lasted so long. You know, she just doesn't take any nonsense from anybody. Will we be talking about Beyonce when she's 80, do you reckon? Isn't that interesting? I don't know. It's a different game these days. Um, I suspect sometimes you see people and think, yeah, you'll be around in 30 or 40 years' time time and Beyonce probably is one of those ones that I think will be. I can, I can remember seeing Madonna on the TV in the early 80s and it was always kind of a Madonna, Madonna Cindy Lauper kind of thing and we were sort of yeah. talking about oh, who's going to be the one that lasts the longest out of these two? I don't know, Madonna, she can't sing very well. What do you reckon? It's kind of boppy but and, and that was what we thought but uh, little well, did we they're know. Both still they're both going. still around, exactly. Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, Madonna I don't think is sort of doing the big shows anymore. I haven't heard of her doing them for a while yep. but when she does, she's always good. She's a very odd woman uh, and Cindy Lauper of course coming to Australia next year as special guest with Rod Stewart the shows so yeah both of those performers still very much around and with us she she had some some stuff out cindy lauper oh, probably 10 years ago and it was really good like um it was just terrific her voice was great well of course she's also got now this other income stream because of the musical kinky boots oh, yes. which is all her music so yep. a lot of money comes in from that too gosh all right they do everything all right to end on a well, I, I think it's still a mystery, isn't it? This all got very, very weird, and then we forgot about it. Olivia Newton-John's boyfriend. What was the story? Remind us. Well, his name was Patrick McDermott, and he was Olivia's boyfriend stroke partner. I'm not quite sure what the right word is. But either way, he went on a fishing trip with 22 other people uh, off the coast of uh, California mm-hmm. and never came back. And that led to all sorts of stories that he'd either tried to take his own life or he fell and slipped and drowned. And there was, or, and there was apparently sightings here and there, whether they were yes. real or not. Uh, well, that became a big thing of, of, you know, supposedly he faked his own death and he <laughs> moved to Mexico That's... because he had debts. The debts were only $30,000, I might add. I mean, Olivia could have paid yeah. them off with ashtray money. But uh, so it did become a big ongoing wound. And before... For Olivia, it was a wound because it could never be healed because there was no body ever found and the mystery just continued for years and years. I mean, thankfully, she met another man and she got married to him, John Easterling, and she was blissfully happy. But Mm -hmm. that was always that unresolved thing of what happened to Patrick. And now a new podcast has dropped and it's about, it's called Pseudocide, which I'd never heard of before, but Pseudocide means when you stage or fake your own death for whatever reason. Do we know that for a fact now or not? Well, we don't know that, no, and I haven't heard the whole thing as to whether they come to any great conclusions. I suspect Mm. they're more just investigating the possibilities. But part of me is kind of happy that Olivia's not around for this because I think it would be very upsetting for her to know that once again this story's being 
you know, sort of trawled over and, and people are making money out of it again. Yeah, okay. Would be good to know what the hell happened, though, wouldn't it? Well, look, I, my gut feeling is it's probably a lot simpler than, than any of the theories that are doing the rounds. My gut feeling is he probably just slipped and drowned and sadly nobody on the boat noticed. Gosh, amazing stuff. Somebody else that uh, I've... Richard's just put it on there. I didn't know this. Richard's full of information. Uh, nine kids, birthdaying today, 77, Mr Rod Stewart. Yeah, well, I mean, he's... He has nine kids and... Do you think I'm sexy? I, someone did, I guess. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, well, he's still one of the great entertainers. I, I, you mentioned that concert for the Queen there back in June when I was in London for that, and I, I don't think it was one of Rod's greatest performances, and I know he didn't oh. want to sing Sweet Caroline anyway. I mean, why, why did he would do, he do that? Do has, that? He, has he not got rights to his own songs or something? I heard well, that no, and thought, he why are you singing that? He was told to, to sing. Really? The BBC told him to sing that, so... Um, but he's Rod Stewart. Up. Can't he just no, say, I'm, exactly. I'm, not, I'm not singing a Neil Diamond song. I've had enough I, of my yeah. own. I mean, really. I know, when you've got such a great catalogue of your own, why are they forcing him to sing Neil Diamond's mm. big signature song? But, uh, but of course, he's touring here next year, and, and he'll sell, sell out, as always. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and probably people will still think he's, uh, he's sexy, I guess. Uh, apparently, he once said in the future he won't marry again. Just find a girl he doesn't like and give her a house. He doesn't. <laughs> Just speed it all up. <laughs> he's got a sense of humour anyway. Yeah. There you go. Well, look, I'll tell you what, that's the uh, the land of entertainment. Uh, we've, we've reminisced with ABBA and all that sort of stuff. What was the first ABBA record you bought, Peter, before you go? Oh, I think it was Mamma Mia. Oh, OK. At least it was a bit more up-tempoed. How old, well, now I'm asking personal questions. How old were you when Mamma Mia came out and you... Shelled out uh, the cash. From memory, I guess I probably was about 10 or 11. Now I've totally dated myself, haven't I? <laughs> we know exactly. Will we'll have a win? That's the big question too. Well, that would be nice. It kind of closed the chapter for them because I don't think they're going to do anything together again, yeah. particularly because this first thing didn't quite take off. But, you know, to, to actually finally win a Grammy Award would, would be a nice thing. It's, it's sort of unbelievable I haven't got one on the shelf. Yeah. Well, that uh, sort of live, in inverted commas, thing that they've got going with the, what is it, Ab Avatars? Or yeah, the, the show, the Avatars. Is that going to keep going or what? I mean, uh, Well, it's going okay in London. It's not something that they can move around uh, because uh. it's quite an involved technical thing, you know, so it has to stay in one place. But I think it's going quite well for them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, Peter, you've probably got places to go and much more interesting people to talk to. <laughs> uh, talk to you again very, very soon. Good on you, Alan. Take care, mate. Have a good one. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.